Oh, hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I'm just out of my car. There was a special report on NBC News, which now I listen to in my car uh, just before I, I got out. And it was just like um, Trump said something goofy. <laughs> Like what? that's it. It's literally Stop, we're living dude. under constant alert right now, and I'm coping poorly. <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna push all that out of our heads for the next hour or so. We're gonna have a good time. You ready? Let's do it. Goddamn right. You're listening to International Waters. country that says sorry when you stand on its foot, but nuts you when you spill its pint. It's Sophie Duker. Hello, oh, Sophie. Oh, hey. How you doing? Never better. Never better. Having a little peppermint tea, calming the fuck down. How about you? <laughs> good, good. Having something a little stronger than tea, but also unwinding. That's right. So, as, uh, as frequent listeners know, it is many, many hours ahead in, uh, in the UK, here in the United States. It's morning. It's inappropriate to start drinking. Not to say I haven't. <laughs> no. It's just inappropriate. So, But for me, it's fine. I can... I can guzzle anything down. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Great to hear from you. Blame for the UK. From the BBC's No Such Thing as the News, it's Andrew Hunter Murray. What a great name. Hi, Andrew. Hey. How are you? Oh, never better. I am sticking to the water, but I am observing Sophie, and if she gets out of hand or fighty, uh, I'll be I'll be intervening. Uh, don't. Don't. We like <laughs> Sophie that way. Uh, how, are, how is everything in the UK? How are you guys coping? How are you getting oh, it's by? it's a complete dating? disaster. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We feel your pain. We are too living in a state of constant goofiness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bad news. Every six so hours, what do you do? more you, goof. Have, have you any uh, coping strategies you'd like to share? Apart from the drinking, uh... mm-hmm. hmm, I, got that one covered. Yeah, I mean, we, we're gonna at some point we're gonna stop voting on things every single year, but it feels that that time is mm-hmm. a very long way away. How long until until this next uh, election? Ooh, it's less than a month now. Less than a month. It's, it's imminent. It's imminent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you just, is it wall-to-wall campaign ads, or do you even have to deal with that guy? We don't really get those, do we? I think, yeah, we don't, not on not on the walls, no. not just people, like, there's been a lot of earnest activism. People are trying, but everyone else is exhausted, so I think they're blocking it out. <laughs> sure. It's a totally sure. foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, you do yeah. get, I got a, a leaflet the, the other day uh, from my local Liberal Democrat candidate, and uh, he's just a, a sort of nice-ish man called, I think he's called Brendan? And there's another nice-ish man called mm-hmm. Neil, and that's about all I know in my part of the country. Well, best of luck to you. <laughs> uh, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Uh, can we have lemmings? Sure. Lemmings. Yeah. Mm. Lemmings. Lemmings. I like it. Yep. Forceful. You, yeah. you decided on that and you went right for it. Lemmings. <laughs> Single-mindedly like a We're lemming. We're following each other <laughs> over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. We can relate a little bit. Uh, Plan for the nation that is really hoping democracy doesn't change its Netflix password when it leaves us for good. From Party Over Here and Improv for Humans, it's Jessica McKenna. Hello. Hello. Jessica, you're just back from New Orleans. That's right. But, like, fresh as a daisy. Oh, thank you, yeah. You didn't seem to attack it the same way I might. <laughs> um, I did have one more day, so you didn't see okay. me yesterday. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. How was it? Yesterday or the trip? Uh, both. <laughs> trip was amazing. Yesterday was a lot of Bravo binging. Sure. What's your What's your show of choice? Um, well, I just uh, had to get right back into it, get into some Southern Charm and okay. the premiere of Southern Charm Savannah. 
There's a new Southern charm? There's a new Southern charm. Oh, for the love of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Also playing for the U.S. from his very own Netflix special, Big Dumb Animal. Great music in that special. Thanks. Matt Bronger. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yes, Mm -hmm. uh, your fellow Ben Wise recorded and uh, uh, wrote that song. I don't want to say it's the best part about it. I will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it overshadows all the shallow no. bullshit material. It's a, fine, it's a fine hour of comedy. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm happy You're just to be back here. from Portland. I am just back from Portland. Yep. Festivals to the left and to the right. Yeah. How yeah. was it? It was great. It was great. It was uh, similar to this, I'm sure, the, the Bacchanal mm-hmm. uh, uh, that you had in, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, a little saw, more scrappy, a little I saw, more small towny. I saw Instagrams of stages full of people with their shirt off. Yes. Why? At, uh, Why? Very, well, because this might be the last Bridgetown. Oh. And here, you know, I, I went hard that one night, Saturday, mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday, I had to get ready for my special, so I didn't drink at all. And then uh, uh, Saturday we went hard, and then Sunday was the big closeout, and I was just like, I hit a point where I was just like, all right, I'm done. I've had enough beer. I've had enough dancing. I'm getting a piece of pizza. I'm going sure to the hotel off. room. Uh-huh. Andy Wood, my uh, my partner in crime with the with the fest, sends me footage of about uh, 15 doughy, uh, exactly the bodies you expect mm-hmm. for male stand up com- comedians, mm-hmm. uh, with their shirts <laughs> off, uh, swaying back and forth in the steamy air to end of the road by Boys to Men. Yeah, and I'm howling, laughing in my hotel sure. room. There's sure. a little bit of a of, of FOMO where I'm just like, why am I not there with yeah. with my doughy body? Yeah. you know, not yeah. showing. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, kids. It was yeah. like a perfect thing to go to bed with. I still yeah. drift off to sleep with end of the road in my head. It's and a beautiful thing. Laughing. I saw that same video. Mm-hmm. Saw, oh, and, and the I, way he got them all on stage, uh, the DJ was he put on uh, all I want for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Because that song just gets everyone in. That'll yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Team US, what's your buzz in word? What is it? Oh, gosh. Let's work this out in real time. It's mm-hmm. fine. Let's do it. <laughs> Workshop yeah. it. I mean, end of the road sounds like it'll be too much to it's shout. too much, yeah. yeah. But um, I find that to be a good inspiration point. We can just yell boys to men. Great. Okay. Boys to men. Hey. I can blurt that. Okay. <laughs> Great. Boys to men. Just one more syllable than yeah. lemmings. Yeah, it's fine. That's it's all. fine. Yeah. I'll hear the yeah. butt and I'll, I'll go right okay. for it. Boys to men versus lemmings. Yeah. I like it. Cool. I like it. Let's get the fuck into it. All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you're not sure what I mean by wrong but funny, just imagine Trump saying he fired Comey because Comey hurt Hillary Clinton's feelings. He's really trying to sell. He's really trying to sell that story. Right yeah, now. he's going for it. Fucking that is a full bluff. Dick. That's pushing all your chips to the center of the table and yeah. you have no hand. Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, it is like we are spiraling out of control, and we can't keep up. By the time this comes out, it'll be like- No one will remember this. Yes, of no. course not. Something be, horrible will happen. Something even yeah. look, look in the history books for last week. Uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, and because, of course, Florida news, a 10-year-old Florida girl managed to free herself from the jaws of a nearly nine-foot-long alligator over the weekend. How did she do it? Voice him in. Yeah. Plugged his nostrils. No. Lemmings. Lemmings. She hit it on the nose. Well, that's almost true. She held its jaws open. She held its jaws open. That's, that's true. <laughs> Is that that's it? true. You got there, and I'm feeling generous, so yes, uh, point to you, too. Yes. She pried its mouth open with her bare hands. From the inside? Uh, no. Well, here's the deal. She was uh, sitting <laughs> in I'm like, in my mind, is she inside of it? Yeah. It came out like of their bathtub. That's, that's a strong <laughs> yeah. Florida girl. It's a strong Florida. Well, they build them strong down there. Yeah. She was in a designated swim area in some kind of swamp or something. <laughs> Where they gator. put the alligators. Yeah. The designated yeah. alligator swimming area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone yeah, didn't wiped say out the alligator. Yeah, there was a branch in front of it. Uh, but a gator latched onto her leg. According to reports, the girl fought back, first by poking the alligator in its nose. Mm. So, you're, so okay, sure, point to you. And then by pulling down on its lower jaw, which freed her leg. 
Um, wow. I saw this girl interviewed on TV. Really? Yeah. And I swear that- How like, many tattoos did she have? <laughs> just one classy lower back. Cool, great. That said, class of 2024. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but uh, they, she'd gone to like an alligator park like, oh. and remembered it from a field trip that that's how you escape- an alligator attack. Is you pry wow. your private thing open? Yeah, that like if you bop them on the nose or plug their nostrils, mm-hmm. then they have to open their jaw. Oh, right. To for, breathe. Yeah. To breathe. Right. So then you have like that moment of. Yeah, because if you, an alligator's mouth, you can hold it shut mm-hmm. and it won't be able to open it because those muscles aren't strong. But once it starts to, you know, stop it from closing, uh-huh. those muscles are too strong. So I think it's, Shit. it was like a distractionary like a, yeah. thing. Wow. Wow. So points all around, really, for that one. Go points ahead. to Florida field trips. Yes. For knowing what to teach their children. Yeah. Jeez. And, and, but not where to take them. No. No. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much. Did you guys see the Aussie story recently? There was an Australian uh, youth who jumped into, I think it was crocodile-infested waters oh, to impress very a... Very different. Yeah, very different things. Very different. But to impress a British girl who was on holiday there. And uh, he didn't realize, and he got bitten on the leg by a crocodile. Oh. And then did not get the girl either. Oh. No, of course not. I know. No. These but are the, bad moves. The things we will do to no, impress the British. In her mind, that's Darwinian. <laughs> yeah. That's not a suitable mate. Yeah. No, no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, no, you've uh, just proved yourself. of your offspring. <laughs> All right, let's move on to question number two. In Because, of course, Essex News. Uh, 54-year-old father of two, Dave Murphy, shifted eight stone in weight. I'll do the conversion in my head. Let me think. It's about 112 pounds for my fellow Americans. He put his weight loss down to drinking one particular drink. What did he drink to lose eight stone? Lemmings. Yes. (laughs) His own tears. No. (laughs) But you're warm. Uh, oh, oh God! Yeah, his own urine. His own urine is I'm correct. Wow, that is correct. He's been doing it since 2011. When he says he jokingly <laughs> wandered into a talk about urine therapy at a festival. <laughs> jokingly, you've both just come back from festivals where they're urine drinking. Look, the, tents. the urine uh, drinking tent is always packed. Yeah, oh sure. Where people talk about it and yeah, they don't do it at the fire festival. All you could drink was your own urine. Totally. <laughs> 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 All right, so, so true. So there it is. Have any of you ever been taken in by a dubious health fad? I know Matt Bronger and I are being taken in by one right now called Training Mate. Yes. Speaking of Australians. It's not so dubious. Uh, no, it's pretty. It's actually really good. Yeah. I'm noticing differences, yeah, and I it, love on it. On paper, it's ridiculous. On paper, and when you tell people about it, it's ridiculous. Australian but it is. It's like a, uh, it's a circuit gym, much like Curves, from what I understand, but I'm not allowed inside of Curves. So it's just you go from one circuit to another, and there's a little, tiny little break in between. But the, the catch, the gimmick, is that all of the trainers are beautiful Australian men, former rugby mm-hmm. players who've moved here to be actors. Yeah. And they flirt with everyone. Yeah. There, like, regardless of gender. There's, there's a constant innuendo yes. subtext. Yeah. With like when you're doing, but in you know, innocence, yeah, which is it's it's different. They you're talk saying, about your dick size. They talk about your ass. <laughs> they talk about your shoulders. They hit on the women. They hit on the men. It's it, like, and there's one. There's one like temp uh, trainer there right now because uh, one of them is back in Australia, like making a movie or whatever. Uh, there's one, and he's American, and he does all the same things, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Like no he, way. he does, no he way. flirts with you, and you're like, "That's, that's no, there's harassment." A, there, please, there's stop. a fun innocence to the to the yeah. the brewery, yeah. if I may, the yeah. broishness of Australian men. <laughs> yeah, you know that um, that American men, we come off a lot more harsh. Yeah, you we know? do. Uh, we, if, we seem like we mean it. With, yeah. with the Australians, it's like you're not going to try to fuck me. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. When the guy, when the guy, when we were doing planks, and the guy was like, "Oh, oh Matt can Matt can do a push up yeah. without using his hands." Yeah, I yeah. get it. Ooh. Yeah, but if a, if a you know in an Australian accent, it sounds adorable. Yeah. You know, we're marrying guy. You're like, take it easy. Yeah, take it easy, man. <laughs> and it's here's okay. I, we'll, we'll stop talking about this and let you guys talk. Soon, yes, I swear yes. to God. But 
there are there's a married couple, the uh, friends of mine who uh, who we go with, Mike and Allison, and uh, and like and all the trainers hit on Mike because uh, Mike's a good looking guy, but they hit on everyone. Uh, and recently, we we like afterwards, we were kind of dazed from like a, a heavy workout or whatever. Allison was like, Mike, if you made out with one of those trainers, I would not be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch. I also would. Anyway, anyway, any dubious health fads you'd like to uh, to share? Um, my first year out of college, my friend and my roommate and I got into um, like found a 1970s diet book in a thrift store that was oh, just no. about cabbage soups, and oh, we no. <laughs> we tried it for like a month, but I think it was mostly because we were poor. Mm-hmm. But uh, and and just makes everything. I think it makes you lose weight because everything smells horrible, and yeah. so food no longer is appetizing. Well, you're you probably fart appalled. like a gorilla. Yeah, it's just like oh. Oh, eating is just a gas-creating machine. Yes. I don't want to do it as much. Right. All I've had in my stomach is cabbage. <laughs> That's repulsive. Yes. Okay, you got anything? I'd be lying if I said I was very healthy, but I did get <laughs> briefly swindled by the regular exercise health fad. Yeah. It turns out oh. it just tires you out. Such makes a you con. Such a con. Antisocial. <laughs> it's much better to binge your exercise. <laughs> 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 yeah. get, it, get it done in a week for the year. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Andrew? Um, I, I can't think of many dubious health fads I've gone into. Um, yeah, I, uh, a colleague of mine did try not washing his hair for a month to see if it would wash itself uh, as an experiment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we How'd can that confirm that it, it does, but only after the point at which it gets disgustingly greasy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, my husband does that. He has not washed his hair with soap in over a year. Crikey. Oh, my God. What yeah. does he do? Just water. I mean, like, just the theory that your your head is creating hmm. oil how do to you, replace how do you what's being it? stripped. From. It was there was a horrible week where I was like, absolutely not. This yeah. must stop. And now it is totally fine. Wow. I mean, if you keep a guy's hair, you keep it short enough, and you like get it under the water. Jesus. Your scalp doesn't make as much oil anymore. I know. I really had wow. to admit that it got fine. Okay. Wow. What's what's his what's the texture of his hair? Thin-ish to th- like medium thickness, not okay. like very very thick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Matt, have you done anything other than training? I remember uh, back when I was waiting tables in Chicago, the whole Atkins thing caught Mm -hmm. on where you just all you eat is meat. And I had a friend who would eat like every meal, a bacon cheeseburger without a bun. And I was like, you're going to die. You're going to die in like six months. (laughs) You know, it's just this thing of like, I'm going to lose so much weight, but rectal cancer and horrendous (laughs) cholesterol levels. Yeah. You know. So just, I, is and he still with us? He's still with us, but it was that thing where he just he ne- he never had any energy, and he was yeah. just kind of oddly wheezy for a yeah. guy in his twenties. <laughs> yeah, that would just yeah that diet just gave people excuses to eat a That's lot. All it was of cheese and meat. Yeah, all I eat is ribs. Yeah, like you're gonna die. You're gonna die. That's yeah. how you die. Points go to Jessica and her cabbage soups. I feel like she needs a reward at some point in her life. <laughs> hey, thanks for yeah. living that way. Uh, let's move on to question number three: Living Deity News. A cyclone hit the Pacific nation of Vanuatu this weekend. Some inhabitants of the remote village Yonanen believe that this is a result of the actions of a famous man whom they worship as a god. Who is it? Lemmings. Yes. Is it our very own Prince Philip? It is your very own Prince Philip. Yes. Wow. Yep, Mr. Queen Elizabeth II himself. A small group of islanders have recognized him as a deity since the 1950s. They believe the storm is a result of his announcing his retirement at the age of 95. So there you go. Good advice. If you can't fill your days once you retire, just start manipulating the weather. Right? <laughs> That's what royals do. Uh, bonus point. Hashtag deities just like us. What celebrities would you turn into gods and what would they represent? Like Clunius, the god of dignified aging, or Trumpetus, the god in going and fucking yourself. Anyway. <laughs> Boyce uh, Men. Yeah. Hanksy. 
Oh. The god of everything we don't deserve. Yeah, god of affability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your class. UK, what you got? Well, can I sanctify some? I would sanctify, make into a saint, Miss Trump, Ivanka. Oh, yeah. And I make yeah. her Our Lady of Perpetual Nepotism. Yes. yes, I like that. I like mm. that. Yes. Yeah, solid. Mm-hmm. To, 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 you know, to be Nespotic would be like a, a real live Ivanka. You know, yeah, Ivanka yeah. in that situation. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, let's make her a verb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, please, Saint Ivanka, <laughs> let my uncle give me that job. Andrew, what, uh, you got? what about uh, Jagarius, uh, the god of continually going on forever and ever and ever? <laughs> Yeah. He's also good for fertility, right? Uh, yes, he is. Yes. The god of uh, lots yeah. of children, but never, you're cursed, never to have two with one woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyone else? I would say uh, oh, uh, Ryan Goslingus, uh, oh. a handsome god who has the power to not only talk to you, but make it feel like he's looking through you and yeah. it's someone else behind you the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you had that personal experience? Uh, back when we dated? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you know, you can't hold him down. You no, can't you keep can't. Him yourself. You can't. <laughs> Seen him in real life. He was wearing a T-shirt. It looked real good. Yeah. <laughs> he was down the street at, at, at Little Dom's, my place. And I, really? and I saw it. it was one of those things where you're like, yep, that's a good looking man. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, a, that is a handsome fella. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I have no idea what the his rumors life are is true. Like, <laughs> like we, we live in two different Americas. Yeah. <laughs> like his life is so fundamentally different. There was, I, and I've told you this, I, when I did DVD on TV, I used to do this like sort of like dinner and a movie type of show for FX. And my co-host was this beautiful blonde woman. Like the the American ideal sure. of like the pretty beach girl, uh-huh. and anytime we would go out to dinner, it was like free meals. Here's a dessert. Uh, would you like a tour of the kitchen? Like literally, would be leaving like wearing the chef's hat and coat, and like just every time, uh, anywhere we went, doors were open to us, and it was like, oh, this is. And she was lovely, but it was like this is what her life is like. Yes, all the time. Yeah, and she doesn't know any other way. Exactly. She thinks that everyone gets that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I. And this is how this is how dumb I am. I like during one of them, she was literally she had a, the chef's hat on her head at the table, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I understand what racism is now. You know what I mean? Like, this is, she's white people, I'm everybody else. Yeah. Our experiences are so completely different. Yeah, God, white no. people are the, <laughs> the, the hot lady with the chef's hat yes. on going, what, it's the same for everyone. Yeah, totally. You can wear the hat. Well, yeah. Anyone can have this chef's hat. Yeah. We're in the same restaurant. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Jesus, anyway. Am I supposed to not take this chef's hat so you can have this chef's hat? Yeah, I earned it. Anyway, all right. At the end of the first round, the scores are as follows. The U.S. has six. The U.K. has five. We'll be right back with round two after this short break. What's a great French film about lady cannibals? What's the song of the summer? How do you say cheese in Spanish? What should I binge watch next? Hey, how did Crash win Best Picture? I'm still mad about that. For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Karen Thompson. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcasts. I'm not going to judge. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Jessica McKenna and Matt Bronger, playing for the UK, Sophie Duker, and Andrew Hunter-Murray. Now it's time for a round we're calling Real Song, Fake Band. 
the Oneaters themselves, uh, the cast of That Thing You Do, recently reunited on stage right here in L.A. to perform the title track from the film in honor of its 20th anniversary. Oh, my God. It's been 20 years since That Thing You Do. Yep. Uh, let's hear a clip. Oh, God, that sounded like fun. All right, so in honor of that anniversary, this round is all about songs performed by fictional bands in real movies. There's no need to buzz in. I'll be asking you the questions directly, Team US. Question number one is for you. I'm going to play you a song from the cult comedy classic All You Need Is Cash, a mockumentary about a band called The Ruddles, released in 1978. Let's listen. That is Ouch from All You Need Is Cash, the mockumentary about the Ruddles, who are just a little bit like the Beatles. Uh, the film was made by Eric Idle, who you know from Monty Python, and Neil Innes, who you do not. Uh, which member of the Beatles appears in that film? Uh, do you know? I mean, I would feel like Ringo, but... I'm gonna, I don't, I've never seen it. My guess would be... Uh, George, George Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. It's George Harrison. Right. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, because he's probably the best one, right? Well, he was. Yeah. I felt like he was the one that would just show up for stuff like that and be yeah. and just be quietly hilarious. Yeah, like, like be on SNL. So zen. When yeah. Lauren Michaels gave that offer, yes. eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars for the Beatles to reunite, and yeah. you know he showed up yeah. like the next, the ne- a week later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what about just me? Right. You know, <laughs> right. like, right. Yeah. He had a good sense of humor. Uh-huh. I think it's the, just, uh huh. The king of the deadpan. Like yeah. he was the most deadpan Beatle. Totally. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the meditation. And the cocaine in the early 70s. Okay. Uh, He was famous for supporting comedy. He funded The Life of Brian. And he persuaded Paul, George, and Ringo to put on those makeup accents. And he persuaded John, Paul, and Ringo to put up the... Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. That joke doesn't want to come out. Doesn't want to come out. Just dismount. Just doesn't want to come out. My mouth is revolting. Question number two is for you, Team UK. In 2003, Christopher Guest and his co-stars from This Is Spinal Tap collaborated on another musical mockumentary, A Mighty Wind... Centered around a folk rock reunion concert starring Guest, uh, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Parker Posey, all of the people who you see in Guest comedies. A major plot point of the film centered around the reunion of former romantic and musical partners, Mitch and Mickey, played by Levy and O'Hara, whose in-movie hit, A Kiss at the End of the Rainbow, was nominated for a real-life Oscar. Let's hear some of it now. When the veil of dreams has lifted And the fairy tales have all been told There's a kiss at the end of the rainbow More precious than a pot of gold Okay, so like I said, that song got a real Oscar nomination for cast member Michael McKeon and his wife, actress Annette O'Toole. But according to an interview with Annette O'Toole, uh, the pair wrote the song and their other songs for the 2003 film while driving from Los Angeles to Vancouver due to what major event? 2003. Yeah, the film came out in 2003. So they would have made it maybe a year or two before. Hmm. The 2001 Vancouver... <laughs> Rally. <laughs> the rally. <laughs> the, t- the 2001 LA Vancouver Rally. The couples. The couples. <laughs> the couples rally. rally. Vancouver anyway. Rally. Yeah. We've done it, Sophie and I. Oh, every year. <laughs> <laughs> Try and keep us away. Like Paris Dakar, Is but more final it's our final answer because I think we are absolutely nowhere on this one. Well, you're in the right year. It was a 9 11. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. 
You couldn't really fly for a little while after that. O'Toole was working on the TV series Smallville at the time, and all the flights were grounded because of the terrorist attacks. So she and McKeon drove together back to Vancouver from L.A. and hashed out their songs for the movie along the way. So there you go. And for a bonus point, either team can answer. This is open for everyone. Can you name the film that beat A Mighty Wind for best song at the Oscars that year? Yeah, go go for it. Lemmings. Yeah. Into the West? Addy Lennox? Holy shit, you're good. Yeah. Wow. wow. I just wanted the movie, but you got the song? Good job. You remember that song? I love that song. It's <laughs> Wait, a very poignant moment of the film. Well, how, how does that song go? Because I like, don't remember. What can you see on the horizon? Well, I think we pulled it back from the Vancouver <laughs> yeah. LA couples rally moment. Yeah. Uh, you absolutely have. Good job. Yeah, you good saved job. the day with, with your very specific knowledge, Sophie. Thank you. Uh, yeah, she uh, she won for uh, Into the West. Uh, the movie was the third Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Uh, so there you go. Well done. I'm legitimately impressed. Yeah, so that was wild. That was so That's incredible I. recall. <laughs> yeah, as you should be. Team US, question number three is for you. In 2014, the film Frank was released. If you remember that, it's Michael Fassbender. He's an outsider artist and a big paper mache head, Mm -hmm. uh, the lead singer of a band called, let me see if I can get this, the Sauron Furbs. Sauron Furbs. I don't fucking know. Uh, Here's one of their songs. Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. I've got dancing legs. I've got dancing legs. They won't stop the dancing, no. They won't stop the dancing. Oh, God. Oh, please. Stop. Stop that. Wow. Stop that. Right wow, now. that was tough. That was tough to get through. No, no wonder I've never seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. It's the only film where Fassbender has covered his face for pretty much the entire thing. After Prometheus, of course, he should have covered his face in shame. Uh, but shame, of course, had already been released a year before. Frank was written by which British writer? He wrote the screenplay and it was based on a book or uh, an experience of his. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Was his name Vancouver Rally? No. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Vancouver Couples Rally. No. Oh, I'm sorry. His art, his uh, his author name, Vancouver Sea Sea Rally. Oh, VC Rally to make it sound more like JK. Or? Oh, that so sounds close. like an author. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Does. It really does, but no, <laughs> no. Vancouver Rally Andrews. I wonder if that's what VC Andrews said, like Flowers of the Attic. Yep, flowers in yep, the Attic. Yep, yep. Yes. Vancou- Vancouver Couples. Andrews. They didn't think Vancouver Couples Rally would appeal to boys as much, so <laughs> no, they made yeah. them go VC Rally. Exactly. Well, let's exactly. be honest. Yeah. It's about sales. That's true. Then <laughs> men love uh, haunted romance novels. All right. Name a British author who does weird things and writes books. Ooh. Oh. Where do you start? Yeah, right? Um, I don't know. Three. Yeah, uh, two, uh, one. John Ronson. God, did, uh, I don't know what that is. Shamed, uh, the Men Who Stare at Goats, oh. Psychopathist. Really? Yep. I yep, loved yep, yep. Uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed. That, that's, yeah. that book is amazing. It is. It's a really good book. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. Good job, uh, that guy. Yeah. Good job, that guy. And this is for anyone. Who can name the character that Frank was based on? Like a voice to men? Sophie just Dead turned... Mouse? No. No. Good call, that was, a good, that was a good guess. <laughs> UK? Sophie just turned to me and gave me this excited, expectant look like she was going to pull off another Lord of the Rings moment and yeah. then just said, I don't know. It was that, <laughs> it was that nice. comedian guy, like yeah. the sidewinder. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. you're right. Side... Is that it? Uh, Boys and Men. Yeah. The Unknown Comic. No. Again, side bottom. solid guess. Side, side bottom. bottom. Yeah. Frank Sidebottom is correct. Frank yes. Sidebottom. <laughs> you guys. Wow. All right. Really? You're pulling out a victory, Team UK. Well done. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Ronson based the screenplay for Frank on his time playing keyboards for Frank Sidebottom, an actual real-life papier-mâché outsider artist in Manchester. So there you go. I hope his real-life songs are less irritating. Uh, question number four is, I believe, for you, Team UK. At the start of the round, we played the reunion audio for That Thing You Do. Now let's refresh our memories with the real version from the movie. Doing that thing you do Breaking my heart into a million pieces Like you always do God, that song just puts a little spring in your step. It was written by Adam Schlesinger, who uh, submitted it as a personal exercise. He didn't expect it to be chosen. It eventually went on to be nominated for an Oscar. Schlesinger went on to a career of writing fake poppy songs for movies like Josie and the Pussycats, Music and Lyrics, TV shows like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and The Wedding Band. Remember that one-season show on uh, TNT or TBS? TBS? Yeah. TBS, very funny. TNT, we know drama. We, they know drama. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, The Wedding Band starring our friend Derek Miller. Uh, Brian Austin Green, Harold yeah. Perrineau. Only lasted one season. Kind of a bummer. Anyway, in addition to writing fake songs that sound like pop songs, Schlesinger is the front man for which alt-rock band? Mm-hmm. Alt-rock band. Thinking noises. He said playing for time desperately. What is, mm-hmm. what is alt-rock? Is you it like alt-right? It's a meaningless no. word. No. Oh, thank God. Please meaningless. don't conflate the two. Yes. We have some good things still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do overlap in certain areas. Haircuts. Yeah. yeah. Stained. Yeah. I would imagine they're probably in both. Sure. <laughs> so what, uh, uh, that, what is, that down with the sickness band, they're, they're alt-right for sure. Anyway, sorry. What, what is alt-rock? <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything. It's just short for alternative. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's just it, alternative it lost rock. lost its meaning in, in 1997. It has, has no meaning anymore. Are the Black Keys alt, alt rock? No, they're blues rock. Yeah, they're just kind of rock, right? I bet mm. you still find them in the alt rock category if a record store has Sure, <laughs> yeah. So, so there's no probably, <laughs> properly, adult album alternative is their, oh, their actual designation. We play them frequently on the Spectrum on Sirius XM. Is there an alt rock cafe? That oh, would... there have to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we, yeah. we might need a hint. <laughs> I think we might need a bit more than uh, that, Sophie. I think we might need the actual yeah. Mm, yeah. You're out of very specific facts, you guys. Oh, we certainly uh, are. I can't give you a hint, uh, but I can give you five more seconds. Five, four, Is three, three. Yeah. Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it is uh, a band called Fountains of Wayne. They, uh, they're oh. typically, I mean... Uh, I guess you would officially call them a one-hit wonder because they had that song in 2003 called Stacy's Mom. Stacey's They're a phenomenal Mom. band. I was, sing- I was singing Stacy's Mom last night. Really? Yeah. Was well, that doesn't give you any points, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that little tidbit. All right, at the end of round two, the scores are as follows. Oh, my God, it's a tie. <gasps> what? It's a tie. Seven points apiece. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. Hey, welcome back. 
And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super-duper hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as the excitement you feel whenever Louise Mensch tweets that stuff is about to go down because the winner of the final round will receive one million points, you guys. Yeah. Team UK, are you ready? Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I can feel it. I can feel it. Uh, this round is called Who's the Who Now? Uh, our nations have a lot in common. Uh, television, jingoism, being worse at elections than the French. Uh, but some things never cross the pond, and there are household name celebrities from both of our countries who could sail over the Atlantic and not even be troubled for a selfie. So teams, in this round, we test your ability to blag and bluster your way into convincing me that you're experts in your knowledge of niche overseas celebrities. Okay? I'm going to give each team a series of names. you got to give me a short biography for each one. Uh, here's the important thing. You don't have to be right. In fact, it is discouraged. Uh, you just have to be entertaining. You know, like uh, like presidential candidates these days. Okay, Team U.S., we're going to start with you because you're right here. Oh, Christ. Okay, so these are some names, some very famous British people who you may not know. Tell me who they are. Be creative. Have fun. Your time starts uh, now. Patricia Routledge. Uh, Patricia Routledge is actually, um, she's the creator of the Great British Bake Off originally, but um, she was ousted when uh, Mary Berry slit her throat. Oh, goodness. You knew she, there was a lot of rage buried, yeah. Yeah. buried uh, underneath those tarts. Very Paul, futile. Paul Nuttall. Uh, Paul Nuttall is, uh, well, the, basically the founder of modern bodybuilding in, uh-huh. uh, in the UK, sure. uh, uh, known for his, uh, his cobra-like lats, uh, his muscles, uh-huh. uh, and um, uh, the, the, the founder of the Take a Punch Club. And he invented could... that the special snatch of a barbell called the Nuttall. Mm-hmm. The nuttall. Yeah, the Nuttall. Yeah, it, 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 nuttall that snatch. If you do it correctly, you can blow out your own spine. It's a real mm-hmm. test of uh, old-world manliness. Well done. Uh, Janet Street Porter. Uh, Janet Street Porter is, um, uh, well, she was a jazz musician, but she was, uh, <laughs> but she was uh, waylaid during the war. <laughs> which which war? Uh, World War II. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still alive, though, and uh-huh. uh, they bring her out for um, ceremonial balls. Yeah, she was born with a third arm, and she can really just rip it on the saxophone. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Richard Madeley and Judy Finnegan. Uh, Richard Madeley and Judy, Judy Finnegan are, well, Judy is a, uh, technically a ventriloquist dummy. We all know that. Uh, and uh, Richard uh, carved out of one piece of wood, which uh-huh. is uh, fascinating. It's, yeah, it's, right. It was the first uh, jointless uh, dummy of all time. It was uh, to testament to his skill that he could uh, throw his voice into this, you know, carved piece of wood whose mouth did not even move and would, uh, you know, pack all of the, 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 the giant uh, gathering areas. Sold out Wembley, I believe, a record 72 nights in a row. Fascinating. Krishnan Guru Murphy. Uh, Krishnan Guru Murphy, uh, well, he studied under... Um, <laughs> Marishka Hargitay. Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, sort of brought the procedural form of uh, American crime dramas across the pond to the UK. Oh, great. Um, and so uh, before they didn't have crime dramas, uh, mm-hmm. now they do, and they have their own NCIS Manchester, NCIS mm-hmm. Essex, mm-hmm. NCIS Liverpool. Great. Okay, your time is up. Woo, that was good. Yeah. I feel like I've learned so much. I feel like we got five for five on that, right? Yeah, well, I mean, let's find out. Okay. I, it, they were certainly entertaining. Uh, Team UK, let's let's go through this with you. Who is Patricia Routledge? Who is Patricia Routledge? She's a sort of uh, actress, famous actress. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, exactly what actress. I have here. She's, she's a sort actress. of actress. Uh, <laughs> who's Paul Nuttall? He is, well, Ooh. Sophie. He is UKIP leader. He's the leader of UKIP. He's the leader, the leader of, of UKIP. Still, yep. amazingly. Who's Janet Street Porter? 
Janet Street Porter really is just sort of a woman. Um, she is. <laughs> she's a TV presenter with famously bad teeth, and uh, she's immensely entertaining. She's great fun. Okay, Richard Madeley and Judy Finnegan. I understand they're similar. They are hosts, Richard and Judy, as we call them. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused yeah. with Punch and Judy. Neither of them is a puppet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they host they host a book club, and millions of people around Britain uh, follow their recommendations. Oh, man, I should have sent them my book. And Krishnan Guru Murphy hosts the Channel 4 News, correct? Certainly does. Correct. Certainly does. Okay, there it is. I like your answers better. Uh, Okay, (laughs) Team UK, it is now your turn. You have two minutes to tell me who you think these American names are. Your time begins now. Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. Constantly in his or hers uh, father's shadow, named for his or hers father, Leslie Odom. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. is a gender-neutral um, magician, very successful. <laughs> um, and uh, part of the appeal of Leslie Odom is that he or she is he or she's own assistant. Oh, great. Solid. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson uh, brought Turkey to Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi was the last state where Turkey was uh, legalised in America and um, Carlson brought it over it was immensely there were parades they had a massive blimp shaped like a turkey Uh, it's in the I'd say late 50s but he's been dining off it since then Mm -hmm. Constance Wu the late Constance Wu is deceased Uh, she is a ghost uh, (laughs) named for the noise she makes (laughs) (laughs) Um. <laughs> Raul Labrador. Raul Labrador. Uh, <laughs> Raul Labrador uh, brought the Labrador to Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi, of course, last state in America where the Labrador breed was legal. Um, and he's he has a farm of them. Um, he's a puppy farmer. Uh huh. Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett is a politician and a bad one at that. Um, he lies constantly. Um, I believe he lives in Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Brian Williams. Brian Williams is the nine-time winner of America's most boring name competition. Um, he's fought off a lot of really concerted competition from um, uh, Fred Smith and um, Hank Azaria, who uh, somehow <laughs> sneaked through to the finals. I don't know how. And uh, Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz is a descendant of Judy Garland. <laughs> And he is a pediatrician. That's all the time we got. Well done. That was great. That was was very entertaining. Mm -hmm. All right, let's take him through the correct answers. Leslie Odom Jr., as we know, is uh, Star of Hamilton. Yeah, Aaron Burr from Hamilton. Won the Tony. Won the Mm -hmm. Tony. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a... uh, Bonafide douchebag. Yeah, yeah. he is a, a Fox News host who brings people on to yell at them and, and make like judgy faces. He's a self-described asshole. Like he's like, yeah, I'm an asshole, but I'm an he, asshole. For he truth. wants like, to be an asshole. Right. Yeah. He wants. Nah, to he's be not an even asshole. interesting uh, enough to be an asshole. No, he's a fucking dullard. People yeah. who call themselves assholes and bitches uh, are like substituting for a sense of humor. Yeah, yes, for exactly sure. right. Exactly yeah. right. And well, whatever. I'm an yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah exactly. I no, you're horrible. Yeah, deal with it. Like, yes. no, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah I, I I want a personality. Uh, can I borrow yours? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Constance Wu is a sitcom actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul Labrador is a conservative politician who doesn't understand healthcare. I didn't know who I, that we was. We did not know who he was. Yeah, I thought yeah, that, that name was been, made up. I thought yeah. that was a ringer. One. That would have been a tough one for me. Beck Bennett is the SNL cast member of My Dreams. Oh, really? I fucking think he is so handsome. I'll tell him next time I see him. Take it. <laughs> Please do. Uh, Brian Wilson. 
Brian Wilson. Brian Williams uh, is uh, is the guy from MSNBC and NBC mm-hmm. News. Who yeah, was, semi disgraced these days. A little bit semi disgraced. Loved, who loved when we bombed? Who oh, loved, yeah. describe that bomb as a beautiful, beautiful bomb. Beautiful quoted bomb. Leonard, like that, Leonard you're Cohen. You're being way too way too shithead American yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, cool it. Uh, and Dr. Oz is a, a daytime health and wellness TV show host who sometimes crawls through a big paper mache colon. <laughs> To tell yeah. you about colon health. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me tally, let me tally up the points. Let me tally up the points. Hmm. Uh, I, as someone who has eaten turkey and pet a Labrador in the state of Mississippi, I am so glad for uh, for our American Trailblazers mm-hmm. and for the the UK people who who throw a little spotlight on them. Team UK, you win! Congratulations! Hey. Way to go. But you both did great. You both did solid. That was fun. No, you know what? Listen, it's all about having fun, guys. <laughs> it's all about having fun. Uh, before we finish, do you guys have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, maybe uh, something else that you didn't make that you want the world to pay attention to. We'll start with you, Jessica McKenna. Uh, Jessica McKenna. Um, Jessa. That's also fine. Yeah, I perform here in L.A. at the UCB Theater. And sure. um, uh, you can see a digital series I made with my writing partner on ABC.com called Serious Music. Uh-huh. And I'm... About to finish Lincoln in the Bardo today by George Saunders, and it's uh, so great. That's what I hear. You got to read it. Okay. The guy's doing great stuff. He's fantastic. Sir, Matt Bronger? Oh, uh, well, check out my podcast, uh, Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. So great. The, uh, uh, you know, hilarious podcast with a very serious name. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, at Bronger, uh, at Twitter, B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. Mm-hmm. Check out my special on Netflix, Big Dumb Animal. Uh, the thing I'd like to plug is a f- my friend Bucky Sinister from uh, San Francisco wrote a great sci-fi uh, novel, uh, very dystopic, based on um, a weird drug that makes you go forward and backward in time yeah. uh, called uh, Black Hole that I really, I just dug recently, and it's, it's hard to find, but it's really it's really entertaining. And, great. You know, anyway. What's yeah. it called? Black Hole Black by Hole. Bucky Sinister. Yeah. By Bucky Sinister. Sophie Juker. I would like to plug a show called Manic Pixie Dream Girls, ironically named. Uh, it's a show that's going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, if anyone's there, but it's also on Twitter, at Manic Girl Comedy. And it just reps lots of awesome women doing funny things and people doing things a little bit different to the mainstream. And I host that show sometimes, so I'd like to plug okay. that. All right. And something someone else did. Ooh, so I uh, yeah. recently am really enjoying the uh, NPR, like, tiny desk, or as we would call in Britain, little table concerts. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And I particularly liked uh, No Name and Tank and the Baggers, I think, were really good. Um, oh, yeah, didn't people... they win the contest? Oh, I didn't even know there was a contest. I just thought that yeah. there was not that much I... space and they had a desk and they were playing, but it was great. Yeah, that's what I hear. Mm. All right, thank you. Andrew. Uh, Murray. Hello. Uh, uh, well, I do a podcast which is called No Such Thing as a Fish, uh, which is uh-huh. for uh, dorks talking about facts, the most interesting things we found this week. So uh-huh. uh, if you like facts, give it a go. And uh, I've just finished a book. Now, this might be hugely famous in America. It's not in the UK. It's called Auntie Mame. Uh, yeah, of course. And yeah. Okay, right. Because in Britain, this is unknown. It's unheard of. And I um, Is that true? Yeah, I did the musical or the excuse me the the play, the play in high school. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> absolutely it's fairly fantastic. well known out here. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. So if you're listening to this and either you're in the UK or you're in America, but you're extremely badly educated, uh, check out Auntie Mame the novel because <laughs> oh, it's, it's so great, it's an absolute banger. Yeah, thank you. Have you seen Mame? Uh, we say, oh God, what? Oh, oh God, I've only ever seen it written down. Uh, how do you say it? Well, no, 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 no. Have you seen the the oh, musical? Actually, sorry, name? I thought it was pronounced because it became Auntie, a play Auntie and a movie. Anti-Mame. Uh, yeah. I've seen nothing. I've seen nothing except ink and paper. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we could, yeah, because Auntie Mame became a, uh, a play and then a movie, and then it became a musical called Mame. Oh, God. Which I, I believe the movie stars <laughs> uh, I, Lucille Ball. Have, have I accidentally recommended a little-known work called Hamilton to you or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is, like, super-duper well-known. Wait till you hear about Star Wars, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, my dullest... I read a book called Cats. <laughs> my dullest friends know Auntie Mame, like, really well. Uh, I am on Twitter at Dave Holmes. Uh, my book Party of One comes out uh, in paperback on June sixth, and uh, I mean this is almost like uh, recommending Anti Mame. Uh, I just tore through all of Big Little Lies in like two days, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I because just finished the, that too. Oh, oh, the whole world told me to watch it, and I didn't listen. I don't know why I didn't listen, but it is absolutely you gotta perfect. listen. You it's have great. to listen. It's oh. great. I'm gonna start listening to people when they talk to me. Uh, <laughs> it is truly great. If you haven't uh, started watching it, you will binge it. Uh, you will. Cancel plans, you will stay up late. Uh, it's really great. Uh, okay, Jessica McKenna, Matt Bronger, Sophie Duker, Andrew Hunter Murray, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Jessica McKenna, Matt Bronger, Sophie Duker, and Andrew Hunter Murray. Our theme song is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Uh, thanks to everybody who gives us reviews on uh, on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please, please do it now. It helps us get the word out to new listeners. And it gives you a spring in your step that lasts all day long. It's a good thing to do. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at MaxFun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, and Laura Swisher. Bye!